Hi, it's Rod Roark. Welcome back to Roark Knows Podcast. Today we're talking about the skin biome and skin boosters with none other than Mary Lupo. Hi, how are you, Mary? Rod, I'm great. I always, I always am great when, when you and I get together and <laughs> shoot the breeze, as they Shoot say. the breeze, yes. Well, Mary is, a, is an amazing dermatologist. I wish she was in Dallas, but she's in New Orleans. She's a clinical professor at Tulane. She's a phenomenal educator and a phenomenal dermatologist. And we're going to talk about some fun things, some hot things that are people are talking about all the time. Not only in dermatology, but in plastic surgery and everywhere. You know, the skin biome and the skin boosters. So let's talk about the skin boosters. What are, what are skin boosters? I mean, do we need our skin to be boosted? Do we get pumped up? Well, you know, I gotta tell you, even as a dermatologist, I, I scratch my head and I really want a person to explain to me the context in which they're talking about skin boosters. Good. The reason you're hearing it now, because boosting the skin is not a new concept. Absolutely not. Board certified dermatologists who do a lot of cosmetic work like I do, we've been boosting the skin for many, many years, and I'll explain to you why I say that. But the term skin boosters is getting a lot of play because Allergan has come out and gotten FDA approval for the first skin booster, which is an uncross-linked sterile hyaluronic acid for injection into the skin for super hydration. That's what it is. And the reason people are talking about it is because it's now got FDA approval. Once something gets FDA approved and a big, important aesthetic company like Allergan can speak on it, you'll, you're, it's gonna be talked about all over the place. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, that the concept of skin boosting, for example, I think you were at the cosmetic bootcamp, it was around 2014, yeah. where I introduced the dermal stamping concept. Right. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I had, I, it's a little bottle with sterile needles. Right. And I made a mixture in there that happened to include Bellatero, which is a hyaluronic acid. And I mixed it with some sterile saline, a little uh, Botox, Botox yep. Yep. Um, and, and you stamp it into the skin and the needles pump that product into mm. the uh, papillary dermis and maybe the upper reticular dermis for super hydration. And the concept is that the hyaluronic acid will plump up the skin. I posted on this uh, at Lupoderma <laughs> Instagram just, I think, last week or so. And the concept is that um, the, the hyaluronic acid uber hydrates the skin because remember, hyaluronic acid attracts a thousand times its weight in water. But remember, you've got to have the water for it to absorb. So it's really going to work well if you're in a humid climate. So, you know, because like we're just New Orleans. sucking water out of the air down here in New Orleans, not a problem. You know, you go west of the Rockies where the humidities are very low, you probably need to boost that hydration with pre-treatment like the CO2 lift mask to super hydrate <clears throat> the face first. Really? And then do the skin boosting. 
or at least spray it with the, you know, the La Roche or the Aven. So in um, other words, moist, moisturize your skin. So Mary, yeah. so Mary, so this new Allergan product, and it's going to be available this fall. Yeah. I, 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 you know, they, they all tell you one time it'll be sometime between August and October. And is it, gonna, is it in the form of a stamper, or how does it work? How does it work? I mean, no, I think it comes with. It's going to come with a very, very tiny, shallow needle that you just kind of inject in a grid pattern. But Rod, no one's going to use it the way. Of course the not. This is going to use it that way. We're going to do our own thing with it, and we're going to make it better than what it's FDA approved for, because that's what we do. Those of us right. in the trenches, right. you know, who are really seeing the patients and doing the real uh, yeah. lab testing on real patients. patients, and we play with it and we learn so much with each. So, so it's it's going to get better. Uh, I have no idea how they're going to price it because. It, it really shouldn't be too expensive. Right, so uh, how long does it last? Okay, so I'm boosting my skin, like in Texas, New Orleans, you don't need any hydration. We, we're pretty hydrated, we're, more, we're humid. Uh, so how long does it last and how long does it take to do the procedure? Well, you know, it'll be very interesting what the FDA label says, because in my practice for the people who like dermal stamping, i.e. skin boosting, uh, they usually come in about every three months okay. uh, to get their maximum. Uh, and you start, I believe, to get a cumulative benefit because remember those little micro needles are also causing a mechanical injury right. that causes low level collagen stimulation. And I always put uh, some Jabot or Botox I do too. in my skin boosting bottle because the anticholinergic action of the neuromodulators the Botoxes of the world are going to suppress sebaceous activity and make your pores look smaller. Really, temporarily. temporarily. So it's probably it's probably the only thing that temporarily can make the pores look smaller, no. right? No, a lot of things temporarily improve your pore size. Genesis does. Most lasers do. Accutane will do it for months. Well, yeah, but those are that's a little more aggressive. So. Um, the retinoids help a little bit. But but what they do is the retinoids help with cellular turnover in the pores to keep them clean. And so a, a, a really clean pore can collapse. If your pore is impacted with dead skin cells and, um, and oil, they're held so, open. So, so you can make, you can do a diamond glow and your pores are gonna look yeah. small. So Mary- You can do a lot to make it temporarily make your pores so look So do small. you do, are you using skin boosters? You're using the stamp, are you? Are oh God, yes, yeah. yes. All the Been time? Been doing that since about 2014. Really? That's yeah. amazing. Look how good her skin looks. It's awesome. <laughs> I need I need to get some stamping. I need to get some stamping. Yeah, send me some. Anyway, so tell me, okay, so it lasts about three months. It, procedure takes what in your full face about 10, 15 minutes to do or Yeah, but it you know, I I, I do this just simply because it's it's just you know, and I'm talking to my patient. Sure. It, I I would be lying if I tell you that initially it doesn't sting a bit. It does sting a bit initially, yeah. um, but you know there is no whining in beauty, and so you, you kind of <laughs> yeah. I do add a little lidocaine in there in order to mute it, and you can pre-treat right. with a topical anesthetic, and of course that helps. But that makes the procedure take a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no whining. I mean, what price beauty? 
But it's great. It's great. So, okay, Skin Boosters, stay tuned. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have you back, and we'll probably do something live with it. Maybe you can show us, right? Yeah, yeah we'll do it. on. With, yeah, maybe uh, we can do that in your meeting in March. Yeah, let's we, do it. We, yeah. You've done it at Cosmetic Boot Camp. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do, do it in your meeting. Yeah, let's do it. You can do me. I'll be your patient. Okay. Okay. You don't need local. Perfect. Okay. Good. Okay. So let's talk about the biome. Another hot topic. You know the skin biome. You know the human, the skin. The, the skin is the largest organ in the human body. So what's what's the biome all about? Well, the biome, and it's usually talked about. For years, it was talked about pretty much exclusively in the context of the gut. And and the gut biome is very, very important to your overall health. And when you have medical conditions or you take medicines, particularly antibiotics, that can disrupt or change your inherent microbiome, it can be associated with some problems. And, you know, short-term antibiotic use, that's fine. But for example, in my practice, um, I don't give anyone antibiotics for acne for longer than three consecutive months without a break because you do not want to be on antibiotics indefinitely. It's just not good for anything. So, right. so the biome exists. It's everybody's naturally occurring present um, bacteria. And what's relevant, in my opinion, Rod, is everybody is unique. And the thought that you can take this probiotic pill of bacteria and it's going to uh, repair and replace your disrupted microbiome, I, I have a hard time buying into that concept because our biome is as unique as we are. Right. What I am a gigantic proponent of is probiotics. Right. Excuse me, prebiotics, prebiotics. Now, what, now, how do they differ from, you know, everybody sells probiotics, but yeah, no, what no, no. are prebiotics, when it comes to your GI tract, simply refers to, it's usually um, vegetables. It's usually things like cabbages and Brussels sprouts. And it's things that bacteria, for some reason, really like to be in your gut. And so it's a prebiotic to make your natural biome healthier to begin with. So, and I think that's more, that's a healthier way to go in my opinion. So when we're talking about the skin, which also has a ton of naturally present, normally present bacteria. Right. It's all about your natural biome. So the way to have a prebiotic treatment of your skin is to protect your lipid barrier, period, end of sentence. It is the integrity so how do you of do the that? lipid barrier of your skin to preserve and protect your natural skin bacteria. Now, what's interesting about this is I directly mess up people's skin biome all the time. Yeah, the lipid barrier. Because yeah. When we're injuring the skin, when we're doing lasers, yeah, right. when we're doing um, peels, uh, we are disrupting. When you use high dose retinoids, right. when you use um, a strong uh, prescription retinoid, which often isn't even necessary, but let's say you are, all of those things 
disrupt the lipid barrier, at least initially. Right. And it repairs itself very quickly. But it's very important to protect your lipid barrier whenever you can. And you so, do that with gentle cleansing, layering your hydration with your emollient on top of it to seal in moisture and and and, and protect the lipid layer, so, which is in in intercellular between the epidermal cells. Okay, so tell me, Mary, okay, so but is that part of your morning and night regimen? Because, you know, I remember you were saying, this, you know, sunscreen in the morning and an antioxidant and, an, and, a, and then some type of skin turnover at night. So where does that moisturizer lipid barrier come in, in morning or night? Well, uh, often both. Both. So one of my new favorite ways to um i'm just a plastic surgeon so i'm helping to understand i'm trying to answer your questions because mary's way above me here so tell me so where do, where are we going to put this moisturizer so so theoretically you can you can you can slug your skin and that's going to help your your lipid barrier that's when you put a lightweight moisturizer and you put a little uh, CeraVe ointment on top of it they call it slugging, slugging. now nobody slug nobody slugs in the summer because you know it you, it's just brutal with this heat and humidity but a lot of people will slug in the winter time where you you kind of grease up your face a little bit more than you normally in, in would. the morning you do it in the morning before you do anything so if you're going to slug you slug at night that's Slug slugging night. just refers to having this really greasy layer on your face. Ugh, but, but I'm telling you, Rod, I don't have any proof of this, but I'm going to say this intuitively based on my knowledge of skin in general. And I think the exosomes are going to be extremely important in strengthening the skin biome. Yeah, and it makes sense. I think a new the new product um, by Rion, uh, the plated product. But also, I'll give a shout out to another product that I think helps the skin biome, and that's the DEJ boosting serum from Revision. Right, and and um, I think those two products are a way to make your because think about what it's doing. It's 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 upregulating a lot of the good things in your skin. So I think that's something to consider doing. Um, I also um, I also, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think CeraVe Hydrating Serum, which is an inexpensive over-the-counter uh, moisturizer, is outstanding for uh, replenishing uh, the skin barrier. So do you use it morning or night or both? Well, remember, if you're using uh, a product like that, your last step always has to be a sunscreen if you if it's the daytime. Okay. So it depends on you know you don't want to have to put too many things on. Right. If you're using C plus correcting lotion uh, in the summer, all you really need is a sunscreen on top of that. Now in the winter, you might want to put your C plus and then your emollient and then put your sunscreen on. Okay, so, so always do the moisturizer at night, first. At night, put either your, your retinoid or your peptide or your exosome on first, and then you can uber hydrate with a, a heavier cream uh, or a heavier moisturizer so, of some sort on top of that. So use a moisturizer uh, last. Last? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last. Right. Okay. Good. At night. At night. At night. But not in a day. You flip Correct. Okay. Sunscreen lasts in That's a day. Good. All right. Wow. Man, I learned a lot. It's amazing. And I hope you learned a lot too. Fascinating things. Skin boosters, stay tuned. And we're going to do a live demo in the next few months and the biome. 
Okay, and I, I love the, and then, so do you eat a lot of cabbage too? Cause that helps your gut? I love coleslaw. I love kimchi. Uh, All that stuff uh, is for you. There's no prebiotic pills, are there? Yeah, like probiotics. Prebiotic is not a bacteria. That's why I like it. Yeah. It's just sort of um, giving you an environment to let your bacteria fl yes. flourish it's, in your gut. Yeah. It's very zen, Rod, that, that you know, you're just letting your body heal itself, if mm. you will. All right. I love it. Um, okay. So with that, we're going to zen out of here. So Mary, thank you very much. It was awesome. I learned a lot. Hopefully you did as well. Please give us your comments and questions and uh, stay tuned for our next Rorick Knows podcast, helping you become a better you. Thank you, Mary.